Hey, what's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast about anything and everything that can drive a sane person bat shit freaking nuts. And we're going to talk about <laughs> healthcare or the lack thereof. Once again, I am so sure that there is a previous podcast rant about this, but you know, on a Sunday morning, I can't even like open a freaking pen cap right now. So here's the basic rundown because sharing is caring. And honestly, I couldn't take too many pictures in the ER, AKA my primary care physician, um, because the dude nurse person was sitting right there. And the one picture I did snap was of a disgustingly filthy floor with like wrappers and what appeared to be some type of dark brownish stains. I'm pretty sure it wasn't blood. It may have been like that iodine shit that they put on like your wounds. Then somebody just didn't like mop. It was fucking gross. All right, so here's basically, here's how it started. Walk with me, like literally, because that's how I got to the ER, walking. So I've been in excruciating pain in my right elbow. And when I say excruciating, like life effect, like the shit would not let me sleep. I've been eating Advil like fucking Pez, and I'm sure that's not great. So for a minute, I switched to Tylenol thinking like that would be better. And because clearly, you know, when you're your own first aid, that's you do what you can with what you got. So that I got tired of not being able to sleep when the pain is that bad that like you can't sleep or you fall asleep just exhausted, like from pain and wake up in the middle of the night. Well, like and, and in the middle of the night, it's like the middle of the morning, because what is sleep anyway? I finally fucking gave in and I have my little like Obamacare crap ass healthcare. Nobody accepts it. So you just wait until you have to go to the ER and hope that they can help you plan. And uh, thanks to my man, Don, who's continuously for my adult life been able to hook me up with some type of like scrape me up off the pavement insurance. So here's the, here's the situation. I walk to the ER where I walk to St. Luke's, right? Because it's not, it's, it's walkable. And that's where I've been going since like forever. Um, and I used to walk across the park. Now I just walk downtown and, you know, I'm already on the other side of the park, so it's not a problem. And get to the ER. I think it was like on a Tuesday morning at like eight in the morning. I got there at like eight in the morning and I was like, fuck it. It's going to be early. It's, it's the middle of, it's like not even the middle of the week. It's not a weekend. How crowded could it be? So I get in and there is literally no one in the ER except like one homeless person like sitting in the back and he's sleeping and whatever. I'm sure like they're good with him there. No, I go in to like the little triage space and the nurse takes me in and um first of all they're in there and the guy was in there before me and I sit down he goes out I sit down they put on the little you know pulse oximeter thing and they you know ask all my all the questions and what's wrong with you and on a scale of like one to a gazillion how bad is the pain and then whatever. And then they go to take my temperature and I'm like, ugh, I don't want to take my mask off. Everybody in there is like sick and doesn't have a mask on. I'm like, why can't you take my temperature with the little fucking temperature gun thing and just like 
pointed at my head, metaphorically speaking, because that's what it feels like at this point. Take my temperature, take my mask off for two seconds, puts the thermometer in. It doesn't work. She takes it out, changes the little plastic thingy, puts it back in my mouth, takes my temperature, fine, whatever, go sit down. We'll call you when you're ready. So they, I sit down there, literally like not... I was like, okay, this is gonna, I, 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 this is not gonna be an all day thing. So I sit down. A couple more people come in, but I know that, dude, I'm like next. So they call me and this other guy that came in behind me, and I'm like, this poor guy can't walk. They don't even get him a fucking wheelchair. I'm like holding his paperwork, and they're, you know, following the nurse who's walking nine thousand miles an hour, leaving the guy like back in the fucking emergency department, and. They throw me in this little tiny room. I think it was like room number 41. And I sit down. Somebody will be in with you in a minute. So I start looking around. And honestly, this was not the same part of the ER that I recall being in. I don't know if the rooms were different or if I just at that point. Usually I went in to have like metal taken out of my eyeballs from riding my bike. So I probably was not focused that well and couldn't see. But I don't remember the rooms being like that, A, that small, and B, like that fucking dirty. So I'm sitting in the room. It's tiny. And I notice it's like not clean. And I notice all those spots on the floor. I took a picture of that and I posted it to Instagram, like a puke emoji. and like pointing at the brown spots and the wrapper of whatever was on the floor. So the nurse guy, who's like slumped over in his chair, like on his phone, fine, but I don't care. You have nothing to do. Be on your phone. But like one minute he had a mask on, the next minute he was like eating a peach or some kind of fruit and like chomping around, did not wash his hands. So the, the PA chick comes in, bedside manner, horrible could give a shit less. Talk to her, tried to explain the pain, the problem, or can't, okay, whatever. She bailed in literally like two minutes. Uh, okay, we'll be in with some meds, and then the doctor will be in to like see you. No x-ray. I didn't expect shit. Honestly, all I really went for was like for some orthopedic like referral so that I could go see someone who fucking knows. And she left and I was sitting there and I see the nurse dude like typing. I, usually when I'm in a, when I'm in an ER or a doctor's office and it's, you know, bright and clean, you want, you have nothing to do. You like open a couple of drawers, you look at a couple of band-aids, whatever else they got in there. You take like a little inventory of what they have because it keeps you busy. There's no magazines. There's nothing to read. Except, I mean, everybody has a phone now anyway, so obviously they're not going to provide you with anything. But, like, not everybody has a phone. Not everyone. Like, give people an option. Maybe most people that come in there are, are not in a condition to, like, sit up and read and, like, notice everything that's going on. So I noticed that there's stuff getting ready, like, on a cart with this nurse guy. He starts, like, typing into the computer. And there is a little tiny vial. And when I say tiny, I mean, it was the tiniest vial. And he dropped the vial on the floor and a little plink and I heard it and I saw it like roll away from his feet and I was like "Ooh, get that and I made like some kind of joke and he literally left it there while he was typing he's like I see it I see it 
And I was like, okay. After like a, a good minute, he picked it up off the floor and put it back on the tray. Didn't wash his hands. Didn't wipe off the vial. Did, like, bro, do, I'm like watching what you, do you not see me sitting here? Like brings the little portable cart into my room and he's like, there's a couple of pills on the tray and the needle and that vial that was just on the fucking floor. And he's like, okay, here's some pills you can take. And I'm like, what are they? And he said something to the effect of like Tylenol or something. Like, I'm like, I'm not taking off my mask. Now at this point, I'm fucking pissed. And I'm like, this place is fucking gross. And he doesn't have gloves on. And I'm like, I'm not taking it. He said, I could take it at home. He said, I can't give it. And then I'm like, okay, duh. I can't let you walk out with it. I have to watch you take it. I get it. People like pocket pills. They go to sell it. They don't take it. Or they go home and they like take later take it and mix it with something else. I don't fucking know. Whatever people do in an illicit manner with shit they get from the hospital. I, I mean, okay. I'm like, I'm not taking it. I'm not taking off. Now I am for sure a thousand percent not taking off my mask in this fucking dirt hole. And he says, okay, you're refusing to take it. I said, yes, I'm refusing to take it. He writes in the, okay, I'm refusing. I said, I could take the Advil back at home. He said, okay, but I have a shot of Tordal. Woo. Tordal I remember from, and I won't give out the name of my friend who shot it in our ass after the Tough Mudder in New England, but (laughs) she clearly rolled. She knew we were going to be sore as fuck. And she clearly rolled with Tordal in her trunk, and we, she shot us all up after the race. And I was like, okay, this helps. So I got the shot. Of, so this motherfucker takes the vial that was on the floor, picks it, p- picks it up off the tray, no gloves on, and, like, fills the syringe with the dirty vial. Didn't wipe it off with any antiseptic or any sanitizer, and then loads up the needle no gloves, wipes down my arm and shoots it into my arm. And I'm like, bro, are you, are you, I was too late for me to ask him to put gloves on. I mean, what the fuck? He rolls his card out. The doctor will be in with you. Long story short, the doctor comes in. She's super friendly, super nice, takes the time, asks the questions and, you know, tells me what's, wrong, basically. You know, no x-rays. No, you're not going to need an MRI. Rest. I'm like, rest? How the, <laughs> it's my arm. How do you fucking rest that? You either put it in a sling so you absolutely cannot use it. Then it gets stiff. You have to move it. But moving it is agonizing. And opening, I can't, like, even lifting up the weight of my phone is is insane. Okay, get a brace, do this, do that. Here comes the part with you know, we're going to prescribe some medication for you. They throw on a lidocaine patch with um, that you could get over the... Ca- it's the same shit. I saw the packaging. It's not some, you know, not over-the-counter lidocaine patch with, like, extra lidocaine in it. So they put the lidocaine patch on. They wrap me up. Go to the... What pharmacy do you want? I'm like, ugh, I don't fucking know. I don't even... I mean, one close to my place, I'm walking home that I can get it. So I said the CVS. 
they first they told me they're going to send it to the Rite Aid that's on my chart, which is not even anywhere remotely close to where I live right now. I said, no, 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 let me find another one. So I'm Googling on my phone. You would think that they would have pharmacies that A, accept my shitty insurance and B, that are close to my home address. That might be a little extra work that the person has to do. You know, I don't know what pops up on the fucking screen. So I said, hold on, let me Google. And I knew there was a CVS right near the train a couple blocks away. But the one that popped up on Google was way further away and was not the only one. So by the time I finally found it and I told them, this is the pharmacy, they were like, okay, we changed it. Go there and get your medicine. So I go to the CVS pharmacy. The shit hits the fan at the pharmacy. There is a line down the entire aisle. One poor guy working two registers at the pharmacy and one insane woman who works for New York City Transit because it said on the back of her fucking jacket, NYCT, fighting with this poor pharmacist guy for one fucking pill. She is holding up the entire line. How do I get this? How do I do it? Why won't you give it to me? This guy's like, go fucking Google shit. He's trying to, she is asking him questions and we are standing there, everyone looking at each other like, are you fucking kidding me? How did you get a job? You literally filled out an application and went through an interview process and somehow managed to secure a job. And you now have barely one functioning brain cell. You, you, it didn't go through. The, step the fuck off the line. Move to the side, solve your problem, and then get back on the fucking line. You don't have to go to the back. You can cut everybody, but don't hold everybody else up while you're trying to figure out the most basic bullshit. Call your doctor, call your farm, call somebody, and tell them to send what this guy has been telling you for the last 10 fucking minutes and, and so the rest of us can get the fuck out of here. And finally, Finally, she steps to the side. She's like, oh, 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 my, uh, my fault. Like, you guys can go. And I'm not telling you, for me, there were elderly people in front of me, one woman with a cane who we all said could sit down and we would let her get back online when it was her turn because for fuck's sake, I mean, who knew how long we were going to be standing there? And so the line finally moves and I finally, she finally leaves with, without, after all of that, without her one pill, because who comes to a pharmacy without any identification or information? I'm on my, her, I'm on my lunch break. I don't have anything with me. What do you, you're coming to a pharmacy. How do you know, how does the pharmacist know that you're not trying, that you're not trying to impersonate someone or get pills for someone? Like what planet do you live on? And so, and why do you walk around with, in New York City without any identification anyway? I don't care if you left it on your bus or on your train or whatever it is that you're doing for the city. You don't even have a city ID. How is this, this guy's not gonna, this guy's not gonna get, like let you buy cough medicine for fuck, like what is, anyway, so this is like you're not only dealing with like healthcare in this fucking country, which is a whole miserable experience, you're absolutely dealing with people who are struggling, admittedly and unfortunately, to deal with the shitty ass healthcare system. So everybody is in the same shit boat. Some people have better insurance, some people have zero insurance, and sometimes the people with zero insurance are better off than the people with moderately or remotely even decent insurance. So I get to the front. He take the guy is so, I feel so bad for him. He takes my information. 
And he says, oh, we have old information for you. Can you step over to the consultation window? Why, if I gave my updated information at the ER, would they not update that information in my prescription information? Why wouldn't that information be automatically updated? Maybe I'm asking too much of technology. Maybe it it doesn't happen. So fine. I step to the consultation window. So he goes to the other people. Finally, I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait. I have nowhere else to go anyway. What am I going to do? I wanted to see what medication they provided for me. Nonetheless, I give him my new information, give him my new address. He tries to put the prescription in. We don't work with that insurance. After all of that, he tells me, you can either buy it out of pocket and use some coupons like GoodRx or some shit, or you can go to another pharmacy. We can transfer it to, to another pharmacy. I'm like, are you absolutely kidding me right now, bro? So what am I going to do? I'm gonna, I can't argue with the guy. He doesn't take it. He doesn't take it. No matter how long I stand there, in terms of, well, it's not going to happen. So I take my prescription card back. I walk outside. And now it's like I got to find a place. Like now I'm not going to make a call in the middle of the street about with my personal information to the insurance company that you can barely get a human being to respond to anyway. So I go sit. I find some park freaking bench. I go sit on the bench and I make the call to insurance. Finally, get to a human being. Press nine, press two, press one. What's your identification? I said, listen, I don't have my fucking glasses on. I'm sitting outside. I can't see shit. I'll give you my name, whatever information you just pull up, what pharmacies you're affiliated with. I'm not even asking you for anything. Just tell me what pharmacies you work with so I could go to that pharmacy and then have the pharmacist call. I don't even need you to do anything else. Just tell me. Name, birth date, information, please hold holding. She comes back. I said, all I want are the pharmacies that you are affiliated with in this zip code. I don't need anything else. Literally like pulling fucking teeth. She tells me the pharmacies, gives me the phone number. So I said, okay, great. So I'm sitting there. That's the pharmacy I'm going to call. It's out of the way. It's not convenient, but fine. So as I'm getting ready to call the pharmacy that she gave me, I get a text message from my old original pharmacy that my prescription is ready. (laughs) You can't make this shit up. Why would that pharmacy get my fucking prescription from the ER when I specifically told the nurse dude who told the woman sitting behind the window dude to update my pharmacy to the one that I gave them off fucking Google? And she said, and I heard her, okay, she's good to go. Okay, it's updated. It's on its way. I said, okay, by the time I walk there, it should be ready. And that was originally the CVS. Not the, not the other pharmacy that I had to call the insurance company and go through hoops to find one in my neighborhood. I get a text, your prescriptions are ready at your old pharmacy from your old address that was updated at the ER when I checked in and was triaged. Why would they even have my old pharmacy address in the system? Twice I, 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 I updated my address and I spoke directly to people. So I call the pharmacy now and I say, hey, I'm calling. You guys are my old pharmacy. I really appreciate you calling, but the prescription was never supposed to end up there. 
Do you deliver it? Do I have to walk down there? How long could it stay there? Oh, by the way, she says only one of your prescriptions was covered. Well, which one? Um, the, one of the pill, like I think like the Advil, like the 600 milligrams of Advil, which I could make 600 milligrams of Advil by myself by taking three fucking Advil pills out of the jar that I have at home, the bottle. I don't need to pay. What am I going to pay out of my pocket for a fucking lidocaine patch that I could buy over the counter on my own at my own convenience? Why did my prescription even fucking end up there? Why are people so lazy and so fucking incompetent? And not only that, like, what if that happened? This is, this is what pisses me off, because what if that happened to someone who didn't have the means or the ability to follow up like I had to fucking follow up? What if it was someone elderly who didn't have access to a cell phone or who wasn't a de- who didn't know how to call and navigate finding their prescription and didn't have anybody to advocate for them? And then their prescription was like lost at another pharmacy that they used to use that's further away from their house and more difficult for them to get to. And then you find out that the the two out of the three prescriptions that you need from the doctor are not covered. Like that's the shit. That's the shit of it. It is the it is the total lack of like professionalism, the total zero fucks given by I am sure overworked people who are, are in it, but it's your fucking job. Like do your fucking job. Like If a vial drops on the fucking floor, wipe it off. Clean it off. You know people are fucking watching you. Do your job. Put your fucking peach down. Put your fucking cell phone down. Whatever the fuck you're watching on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram. And wipe the fucking vial off before you bring it into someone's room to put a syringe in it and shoot it into their fucking arm. There are fucking addicts that are cleaner with their shit than this fucking ER nurse was. It's, it's, it's like, it, like, what the fuck? Like, why is healthcare, this is a whole nother can of worms, and I don't have the answer, and I don't know. I just know how fucked up the healthcare system is in this country, and I know how, and it's going to get even more fucked up if we make the wrong decisions in, in this upcoming fucking election, because elections have fucking consequences, and a shitty-ass healthcare system where a bunch of rich-ass, dusty old white men don't give a rat's fucking ass about anybody else on the planet except for them, because I, I know that, that the Congress has unbelievable fucking healthcare. I mean, look at, what, look, look at the healthcare that John Fetterman got. When he, when he saw, admitted himself in for depression, I mean, he was weeks in the hospital, modifying medication, getting taken care of, being monitored. And, and Americans, we fucking pay for all that shit because we pay their salaries in Congress and we get the shit end of the fucking health care stick. And we have to wait until we're in excruciating pain or we're too sick or, or we don't have any other options. And then we drag ourselves to the one place that is supposed to be able to help us. And I know that the ER is not supposed to be used as your primary care physician. I even said that to the doctor. I even said, hey, listen, I feel horrible coming here because you do. You feel horrible. I feel horrible that I can't find a fucking primary care physician. I can't, and I did find one in New Jersey, by the way, finally, finally, decades, decades, decades after not going to a doctor ever, unless it was like a dire situation. I finally found a doctor who actually gave a fuck and was accessible and professional and smart. And, and the office staff were, I mean, and, and it's not a New Jersey, it's, it's not just a New Jersey, like New York City thing. 
But they, I mean, even when I had my surgery, everyone was so different. And I was on fucking Medicaid, which meant, yeah, they were getting paid by the government, but still. Like, healthcare shouldn't leave you in, like, a fucking state of agony, stress, anxiety, which which only compounds all of the issues and the problems that you're having that you need medical care for in the first fucking place. But here we are. And that was just, I, I mean, it was just such a shit experience on top of the fact that I didn't even like I'm still in fucking agony like I went out I got the I got the brace for my arm I got which I never want to take off because when I take it off the pain is back to excruciating and I have been resting it but how do you, you really I mean picking up a pen opening a door all of the tiny little everyday minutia that you do with your dominant hand to stop and slow down and take the steps to think about using your non-dominant hand I mean it sucks, but it's it's not. Listen, it's not life or death. I get that uh, on the priority spectrum. However, just the whole process of healthcare in this country absolutely can eat a whole entire bag of dicks. Like, and there was not one person in the process of this past experience that really actually seemed like they gave a shit on Shinola. It was just about like moving on to the next person, moving you out, you know? And I get, I get it. They're, doctors are a fucking overworked. But you choose that life. You choose that career. That's, you know, and good for you for being smart in science and all of that. And we appreciate it. But like, fuck, you, like, you know the system sucks. And you know the people that have to use the system in the way that it needs to be used now suck. Some people abuse it. Like people abuse everything. You're going to have people that take advantage of shit. You're going to have people like me that have to use the, I mean, there are no doctors that take shitty ass insurance. They don't want to fucking deal with it. And then what do you do? You end up having to wait and then you go at the last minute and, and, and the ER doctor becomes your primary care physician. However, they don't do shit, but attend to the acute Injury. I didn't go in for blood work. I didn't have a conversation about like my life, my lifestyle choices. Like what, what do you need to do? This is what may be affecting it. Like there was no sit down conversation. The whole visit I was, and let me tell you, I literally, that visit was like turned around in, in, in under an hour, save for me having to Google a pharmacy, which took the longest. The doctors were in and out. The discharge process took longer than the whole thing. And then they literally, the door opens <laughs> right onto the fucking sidewalk, the same way it did when I was there with my blown out knee that took me 15 days to get an MRI for, 15 days of having to go up and down five flights of stairs three times a day with a dog and one leg. And that was a whole nother shady ass process, which thankfully I had a friend who worked for a doctor in Queens who wrote me a prescription. I mean, this is what you have to do. And it's, it shouldn't be that way in 2024. And I don't socialize medicine. I don't, Canada has it better. Other countries have it better. Other countries, I, I, I'm going to want to get on a flight. On, I'm going to want to take an LL flight to Israel the next and, and go to a hospital, go to a doctor there. Where the, I mean... It shouldn't be an agonizing process to get yourself medical help so that you can feel good and be a functioning <laughs> member of society and go to work and do your job and not come home and like literally just pass out from pain. That's not pain management. That's like lifestyle functioning so that you can keep your job and like pay your rent and pay your bills. And then maybe one day, 
find a doctor. So that's basic. I just, I think I was just more disgusted at the cleanliness <laughs> issue. I knew what I was dealing with, with the whole system, because that's, I mean, that's what we deal with. And everybody has horrific, horrific stories. I mean, and stories of like dealing with, I'm dealing with a fucking elbow pain. I get it. I, there are people that go through this shit that are dealing with life-threatening illnesses and emergencies and, and, and shit. And the last thing you want to have to worry about is like getting screwed over by doctors or being given like dirty injections or like, like not cleaning up in a hospital. Like you have a fucking maintenance staff. It's not the doctors that have to clean up that shit. They walk out of the room after an emergency and a, and a staff comes in and they're responsible for cleaning the room and sanitizing the room. And just like the nurse knows the protocol. I can Google what the OSHA standards are and do they or do they not need to wear gloves when they inject. Don't, don't wear fucking gloves. Wash your fucking hands after you eat a peach, after you have your hands all over food, after you pick something up off the floor. Wash your fucking hands, bro. If this is how you are at work, how the fuck are you at home? And, and honestly, I care more about how you are at home. I don't give a shit what you do in your personal life. But when you're around people and like bodily fluids and medicine, put on some fucking gloves at least. Get a sanitizer. Get an antiseptic wipe and wipe the fucking bottle down. Do your fucking job. And then go back to watching your fucking videos. And then send my shit to the right fucking pharmacy and don't have me walking around all fucking day in the freezing cold. At least I can walk from one place to another. What if it was someone who couldn't do that? That's what I think about. What about the, the woman with the cane who couldn't get her medicine and didn't, didn't have the time to, or, or, or the ability to, to, to follow up with a gazillion phone calls? And then you don't follow up with the phone calls, you don't get your medicine, and then you continue to fucking suffer. And then you find ways to accommodate and live with the pain. You find ways around it. That's not healing. That's not, product, that's not how it should be. That's, that's, there's just something inherently not right about that. I don't, and I don't have the answer. I don't know. I don't know what it would take for socialized medicine to work here. I don't even know how you turn the system around because there's so much debt. There's so much money, big pharma. I don't know what the fuck you would even have to do to make that happen. I'm not saying that I have the answer. I am just stating my personal experience. And I'm sure the experience that I've seen from others who are screaming for help with the medical system in this country Getting, taking care of yourself and your family and your friends should not be that difficult. It shouldn't be that you have to know. Even I, and just so you know, I knew people, doctors, and I'm, and I'm talking like doctors that run shit in hospitals that couldn't even help me. That were like, I'm sorry, I can't, there's nothing I can do. I could recommend this doctor to you. I can't write you a script for an MRI. I can't get you in any sooner. I can't. And literally just, just to reflect when I did need the MRI and I was laying on my couch in agony, five flights up, one of my, one of my friends at the time said to me, the only way you're going to get in an MRI tube is if you are having like a fucking brain bleed. She didn't say fucking brain bleed. She just said the only way you're going to get an MRI is if you are having a brain bleed and you are literally like about to expire. Those were her words. And I was like, that's comforting. 
that's good to know. So I'll just hobble around on one leg for the rest of my life. Like, it just shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be a struggle to, to, to take care of yourself. And it shouldn't be a struggle for people to know that, like, bro, it's a shitty look if a vial falls on the floor and you just pick it up and put it right back on the tray and don't even wipe it off with, like, a fucking napkin. The dude didn't even use his scrubs. Like, use your shirt or something. Wipe the shit up. The floor is fucking filthy in this emergency room. You know how many people are walking back and forth? Like, not even like in scrubs and emergency shoes or like covered in booties or like, I'm not talking about like after some kind of like horrific tragedy where there's shit all over the floor. Like this is just in daily traffic from people. And you let that shit lay on the floor. You picked it up. You put it right back on the tray and then got the syringe and put it right into my arm. Not even blinking. Like just grow. And and I'm fully conscious. Imagine, I couldn't even imagine what would happen if someone is like, God forbid, like unconscious and like, I don't know, I, I, I don't, it just sucks. It just really sucks. And that's all, I mean, I don't know. I, I know that it's better in a lot of other places and I don't know how to make it better here. Shit, we can't even like not have a rapist, misogynist, twice impeached, 91 felony count indicted, white supremacist, anti-Semitic as fuck, pussy-grabbing shithole, leading the Republican Party. Like, I mean, that is happening in this country. You think, like, people give shit about a guy, like, conditions in, like, emergency rooms across the country when so much other shit is being banned. Like, where does that fall on the scale of like prob- current problems facing our democracy? I don't fucking know. It was just, you know, I guess it's all relative to where you're at, like everything in life. Um, but once again, another charming experience at St. Luke's uh, over on 113th Street. And uh, they can really do better. I really want to find a survey. I would really like, I mean, and then again, I'm afraid, and then again, I'm afraid to fill out a survey unless it's anonymous and put my name on it because then if I need to go back, you know, we don't really have too many choices. Like, I'm not going to schlep all the way down to like the Lower East Side to go to NYU, Langone. I'm not going to schlep to the East Side to go to, I don't know, Presby or I don't fucking know. Like, it shouldn't be like you have to fucking travel miles to, to the quality of medical care should should be equal across the board no matter where you go closest to your home I get it some hospitals have specialties for certain things you know in in, in treating things uh, uh, understood uh, but really like emergency room care should really be just level you should be able to walk into any ER and get the same kind of care. And then should you need expert or specialized care from there, then you can make, you know, more micromanage your care more. But like, really? Like dirty protocol, which is like non-existent? Like, God, just do better. Just, 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 I guess try to do better for people out there because we see things and we, we're, 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 we're not trying to like 
get worse from going to the ER. We're trying to get better, ironically. Um, so that's all I really have to say about that. And uh, I just wanted to put it out there in case anybody else is kind of... And I know people who are going through similar shit medical situations, and it sucks. And I feel for everybody, and, and it shouldn't be that way. And I know this is completely minor in relation to some of those other, you know, really life and death shit things. Um, and we just need to elect better people who can do a better job in really providing for the people that elect them. But I guess if you're going to be in a brain dead death cult and elect people like Tommy Tuberville and potentially again, another grifting white supremacist criminal, I mean, how much could you really fucking give a shit? So for those of us that still have a single fuck left to give, just, you know, look out for each other, take care of yourself the best you can. And, uh, until the next time, I'm going to try to click off with the mouse because I can't, that's all I can do right now. So enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Register to vote. Please. I know the choice. I'm just going to say this just to end this, even though it's not related. I know the choices are not the most ideal, but it's all we got. And the option is a guy who has empathy and gives a shit about humanity and the rights of people in the best way possible versus a raping, pussy-grabbing, xenophobic, homophobic, transphobic, white supremacist death cult leader. So I'm not really sure why it's so complicated, but please, I know, just please register to vote because if you don't vote, it's literally a vote for the shit guy. So just get us through to the next election where we can hopefully do better. And Gretchen Whitmer, if you're listening, maybe start getting your shit together. Stacey Abrams, somebody, I don't know. Just it can't be one of these guys. It won't be one of these guys. But we just need to make it past 2024, hopefully. Register to vote. Take care of yourself. Look out for each other. I'm going to go have some tea. All right, that's all I got. Peace and hair grease. And until the next time, that's, that's, that's a Riz app on this Chris app. Thanks for listening. Okay, yalla bye. (laughs)